Hello, hello, this is Prince Tommen, Lord Tommen. Uh, you know, maybe even one day, you know, today, maybe known as King Tommen. But when I want to be known as something and I say, oh, who am I? Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, wait a second. I am someone. I am the best friend of Sir Pounce, the greatest cat ever known, and the best friend of... Uh, and the best friend a boy could have. who He is my best friend, and I am his best friend, Sir Pounce and Sir Tom, and two best friends that go great together. That's what the Podman always says. Two best friends, I think he says something. He said, oh, it's from a commercial. I said, what is it? And it's been a strange time where me and my best friend, Sir Pounce, have been in this Podman's world. And he said, you know, he makes me say, we're very similar to a boy named Tommen and a cat named Sir Pounce snuck out of his room many nights by the pod man in my dressing gown. I've gone through this whole thing. But over the past, uh, you know, few uh, few months I've crossed into, you know, fiction, non-fan fiction, you know, that I've been part of his world and in his world, you know, I've had some, I've learned some things, many things. And you say, you might say to yourself, you know, I have a best friend. I have the best friend in friendship, the best friend, you know, a cat who is cool, who is has adventures, who puts the braveness in bravery, many things Sir Pounce is known around the world for. Would, would I ever need another friend? Would I, could I learn about friendship? Is there... Because is it is this sadness I hide in my heart? Is it you know? Is it, there's no more room for any more sadness in Tommen's heart? And and so, I, the Padman he's been talking. So, but I said uh, I think I've learned that I have another friend. Oh, because I did have that friend, the stable boy. But mother put his head on a pike because he was the innocent. You know, royals. Something about, I don't remember, but anyway, that was another time. But yes, I think this pod, this pod man may be a friend. It may be a friend of mine because what I, we, 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 he said, uh, for many days, I said, take me to the ocean. And he said, Tom, and I, said, he said, I said, take me to the ocean. I command you. And he, he said, okay, Tom. And, and then I would yell, I would stand in the water. With my swim sh- swim shirt and swim trunks, and I would yell into the sea, you know, Kabbalita, until my throat would go no more. And uh, Podman and Sir Pounce, if Sir Pounce wasn't busy with girl cats, meeting them and 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 saying hello, the Podman and then Sir Pounce would sit there and wait for me, and the Podman would bring me water. And if I got close away from the water, Sir Pounce would come and, and lick my calves to take the salt water away. And then I learned we were only at the bay and not in the ocean. I said, I, and I, I, told, I, told, I treated the pot man as I've seen, you know, I, you know like, like a good Lannister would. I lashed him with my, my words. And I said, take me to the ocean. And so we went, and then I did the whole thing again. And then I said, when are we, when are we going back inside? And the podman said, no, 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 we cannot. we're sleeping here at this campsite. I said, oh, no. Well, you know, and then he said, uh, he built a fire. 
by himself, unsupervised by adults. I said, and he said, Tom, and you could help me. I said, build a fire. And he said, promise me you'll never build. And I said, I've made that promise so many times, but I just haven't been able to figure out how to undo the... Pr- but anyway, I, I swore many times. And so Pounce even, he said, ramen, roll ryer. So I said, okay, so Pounce, no fires, just this one. So I helped the podman build a fire. Uh, he called it a bonfire, for we would be bonded as friends this night. And we sat around the fire, and I watched it, and I felt it on my face, and we burned marshmallows, just like they were commoners, and I, ha, 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 and I pretend, and we, and I pretended they were flaming, uh, like I was going into the dungeon, and the podman was my prisoner. We said, what are those torches, we called them. And he taught me about chocolate and uh, graham crackers. And he said, s'more, this is a s'more. And I said, I, I, I prefer to just burn the marshmallows, to be honest, and smell them. And then, you know, flick them at your, because he was not wearing a shirt. And then I would flick it and he'd say, ah, Tom, and that hurts. And I said, well, and, and anyway, he told me, he said, I said, well, he said, are you okay with this, Capolina? And he said, she, I said, she just can't hear me. I just need to yell more. And he said, Tom, and it's time for you to go home, you know, to the home, a possible home that may exist for a person like you in another world. And I said, I know, Potman, but I'm not going till I'm wed to Capolina and I can return with her as my bride. And then the podman said, Tom, and I want to tell you some stories. And he went on and on, oh, for hours, many times, I, you know, and now that I can sleep with my eyes open, well, I didn't want to, I watched the fire, so it was so interesting, it was riveting. But occasionally he would, but he told me, oh, there was this one girl I liked. And he said, and then it always ended the same with him. Oh, let's be friends. Oh, you're, too, you're so strange. Oh, well, if only your nose did not run so. Yeah, we maybe, and, and then the podman would say, oh, and I went, and he said, I wondered what was wrong. And I said, wait a second, you wonder what was wrong with you too? I wonder what's wrong with you. And then me and Sapans laughed. And then I said, no, seriously, podman, sometimes late at night I wonder what is wrong with me. And he said, Tom, and there's nothing wrong with you. And I said, oh, thank you. And then he waited and I, and I said, what are you waiting for, Podman? He said, never mind. Am I? And then Mr. Pounce, he said, rough and wrong and wrong. And I said, what did you say? There's nothing wrong with me? I know, Sir Pounce. And he looked at the Podman and they shrugged. I think it was, uh, anyway, I don't care because I'm, you know, he's a common boy anyway. Friends, not best friends. And clearly there's nothing wrong with Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce is the model of uh, all things good and brave and courageous and a friendship, you know. But anyway, so the pie man said, he told me, oh, you know, he said, I called it. I said, would you, would you want to be my girlfriend? And I said, okay, I think I get it, pie man. No girls liked you for a very long time, uh, but eventually you grew that chest hair that I'm so, you know, I stare at so... And he, I said, I said just, I'm not a, Kelpolina loves me, Podman. I'm not worried about that. 
we'll let you know. I, believe me, Podman, I've thought about it, and you've told me, well, maybe a sea woman and a, a boy from another world cannot be in love. I cannot, uh, uh, you know... And I, and he said, and I, I put my foot on. I said, no, no, no. And then he said, okay, well, I'm going to bed. And I said, can I watch the fire? He said, well, it's almost out. Uh, and I said, well, I want more fire. And he said, oh, well, you know, only if you go back to West or, West or wherever you're from. And I said, oh, no. And then he said, wait a second. Uh, okay, let's build another fire, Tom. And then he said, let's get close. And he said, so, he told me, tell me all about what you're thinking about with Kalpalina. And I told him how we would ride seahorses deep into the sea and how I would find out if she is like a cat, like a cat, and I could, you know, I could pet her like a cat. And the things you told me about kissing, and then I tried the kissing and how the potman, he loves neck. He said, he said, oh, he loves neck. So he said, well, let's look into this. But uh, I said, so then, you know, we probably have, I don't know if we should have children, potman. Very confused. But one day, he said, I, I said, I think I will hire you, potman, when I'm on my sea throne. And I, and he, I said, he said, you will live in the sea. And he, I said, both the sea and the castle. I said, I don't know, Podman. I just know I want to ride a seahorse with my Kelpalina and have her sit in my lap and kiss me and be mine forever. Wrap me in her Kelpie arms, her Kelp-covered arms. Her arms are not Kelp, just to be clear. And, you know, make me feel that feeling inside, and that's what I want forever. And he said, so you're going to stay here, probably, with Kelpalina and not go back where you're supposed to be. And I said, I believe so, Podman. Are you saying I get to choose my life for one time in my life? And he said, go ahead, Tom. And he goes, I, in fact, I was thinking about it because, you know, with this strange machine he has, a Boltonator, whatever it is, he said, I could cross over and maybe I could, you know, take over for you. And I said, what do you mean by man? He said, well, he said, try this on, Tom. And he talks like that. Hey, Tom, and... Okay, Tommen, let me try. Oh, this is Tommen. Hello, I'm Tommen. Oh, 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 I'm Prince Tommen. And I said, I don't know, Tommen. I said, Pod Man, that sounds a little bit more like my father. And he said, Oh, I, my mother, I've been through the puberty. Oh, yes, oh, yes, 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 I'm Tom. And he said, oh, He said, I think I could do that. I could. And he said, You know, he said, It would be nice, I think. I, I do like, uh, you know, your. your you were married, right? Uh, uh, he was because remember, Tom, and I was saying about the neck and and the, the shoulder area, and he began talking about women with low cut. Uh, a woman, I said, wait a second, is this this is all sounding too familiar? And he said, yes, I will kiss that neck; it will be mine. And he said, how, how many, how many, you know, he goes, well, tell me about your bed. And I told him how many layers there were and how warm it was when I had, you know, I said, more layers on me. Well, you know, bring me another blanket. Take that blanket on. He said, I could get used to that, Tom. And, and he, he said, you will have kelp, you know, that will not keep you warm, but I'm sure kelp Alina's 
And he said, Kebelina's probably cold-blooded, Tom, and so she won't keep you warm either, but she'll be warm in your, in your heart. And I said, oh, I, I hate the cold, though. And he said, well, the water will suck out. Maybe you'll change somehow and adjust to the cold. And then he said, well, I, he said, hey, I quite like your mother, he said to me. And I said, well, she does not love, she does not appreciate it. And, and he said, I think I will undertake a new set of behaviors to impress mother. And he said, I will be a good listener. And, and I said, will you become a schemer? And she said, Tom, listen to me. This is how it is done. Enemies. And I said, I do not want to talk about enemies anymore. And then he said, uh, Mother, tell me more about conquering the enemies, please. I would love to hear more. Oh, Mother, tell me how much wiser you are than your brothers and your father. Oh, tell me, Mother. Oh, Mother, that is so wise. And I said, oh, that sounds like Mother would would love that. That's a, a good idea, pardon man. And then he had told me to tell him his favorite, my favorite foods. And he said, oh, I will, oh, that's how, and I said, spice cake and nut cake. I said, uh, egg cake. I said, milk cakes, uh, sweet cakes, sour, sweet and sour cakes. Oh, boy, I love those. And he said, well, that sounds good. He said, I don't know about Kelpalina, Tom. And he said, I don't know if she's a, you know, you could have fish cakes or maybe you'll just have kelp cakes. It should be good. And I said, hmm, coldness and no mother. What if mother loves it? And then I noticed the pounce was sitting more close to the pod man than to me. And he said, I said, well, Sapounce, what? And then Sapounce hopped into the Podman's lap, and I got the idea then and there. And I said, Sapounce, you, you will not be living in the sea with me and Kelpalina. And Sapounce proceeded, you know, but, but he, said, but he looked at the Podman. And said, so Sapounce, you'll have your seahorses, Tom, and your new best friend, the best friend a sea king's ever had, the best, two best friends in the world of sea, under the sea, cold, cold-blooded seahorse, warm-blooded boy who's very cold, eating kelp cakes while, you know, you know the two best friends that could manage to be best friends in the sea, Sir Tommen and Sir Seahorse. And I said, Sir Seahorse doesn't go well, not like Sir Pounce. It does not pop. And her and him in Sapounce's yawn. And he said, oh, well, it's time for us to go to bed, Tom. And are you going to stay at the campsite? Or, you know, maybe you should practice sleeping in the sea. And at first I started to feel a little bit sad, I'll tell you. And then I said, well, maybe I've changed my mind. And then I tell you, my friends, I had I went to sleep. I had a dream. It was a bit confusing because it was Mother and Kelpalina. And they were nude. For a bit, so very confusing that that part of it, and any feelings I may have had would have been more confusing if I had allowed them. Oh, oh. Uh, but anyway, I blocked those deep. But the uh, what they said to me after the shock of seeing Kelpa, Kelpa mother, Kelpa mother Lena, is uh, they said to me, "Oh, Tom and." How and I said they she they were explaining to me what friendship was and the opposite taking the opposite approach or whatever they call it, 
And they said, how nice that they tried to trick you to go home where you belong, where it's warm and where, you know, you already have. And then I started to think about the woman who, I forgot her name, but she did have a nice neck. And I said, well, it doesn't have kelp on it, so it would be warm. That would be nice. And maybe I could have a spice cake while I kiss her neck. And all those blankets. And then I would, you know, sapounce. And then I said, oh, boy, sapounce. No, that's a deal breaker. Okay, Kelpolina. And so I went to, I got out of bed. I, I said, uh, I said, uh, but, but the main thing was, I was like, this bad man is my friend. He wants me to go home where I belong where I'll be most happy. But then I went to the sea and I screamed. I said, Yabalina, no more. You know, I don't understand. I mean, it took me a while to get out all the stuff about the nudity or the nakedness. But then he said, no, you know, goodbye. And then a piece of kelp wrapped around my ankle. Meanwhile, all these people at the campground were yelling. In the podman, he had to fight many people. Very brave. I said, what a friend. And Sapounce helped him scratching. And, uh, I, and then I said, goodbye, Kepler. I kissed the water with my lips. And then I returned and I, and I said, well, I'm not going to you know, let on. I said, okay, guys, I'm going to pack up and go to the sea forever. Good day. And then he said, well, I thought you were screaming goodbye, Kepalina. Please don't let me see you in Mother Naked again. I could never be attracted anymore. That has ruined it for me forever. Kelp-based nudity. Sea nudity. No more. No cold. Cakes and warm necks for Tom and in warm beds. And I said in a friendship, thank you, Podman. I will say goodbye to you. I will say goodbye to you and your listeners. Hopefully I will see you again, Podman, in my room, my warm room, without my... You know, if you see you, and I will try these tricks, you. But you are a friend, Podman. Not the best friend a boy could ever have, but a, you know, a good friend. So thank you for helping me make my choice. You know, because I need to, the life of a royal is too good for you. You know, maybe you should go live in the sea. Uh, and and and, and I, to, I I told him about the dream. He said, maybe I will, Tom. And your mother was you telling me. And I said, that is, no, no, I forbade you as my friend. And he said, I'm just kidding, I'm your friend, Tom, and thank you for being my friend. It has been an honor, and I hope to see you as season five, oh, I hope. But we cannot predict the future, but I can tell you, soon I will be in a warm bed, eating warm cakes, and then I will be yelled at for saying, why did you eat so many cakes in your bed, blah, 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 and I will laugh. And think of the cold sea and my mother naked. Thank you. That's time for my prayers to old gods and the new. Crone, sweet, sweet crone, Miller. Uh, grinder of grain, Smith. Melter of, you know, uh, I don't think you, Smith's, does Smith's practice metallurgy? or what, what, Do you respect metallurgists? Is that a scam or is that alchemy? Which one's a scam and which one's a science? Or both sciences? And I'm thinking of somebody else that says, well, if you rub this uh, this piece of clay on that, it's going to turn to gold later. Trust me. Uh, just keep pay me first. And I won't be here, but it'll work, believe me. 
Which ones are those? Smith, what do you do to those guys if you catch them? Uh, anyway, Smith, uh, you know, get back to me on that. Miller, Smith, uh, Crone, Barkey, uh, old, oldest of the old gods. Tonight, by the time you this prayer, well, you'll probably already know about the prayer before. You know, you know, might know about it before. But as you spread your branches, to you know, I'll be watching tonight's Game of Thrones. And seeing is Barky in it? Is the children in it? Is there more trees? Do the trees shoot lasers, or do they have some sort of tree power? Uh, is Bran inside a tree? Is is he wizened? You know, is the three-eyed raven his uh, his cool new friend? Uh, but anyway, Barky, it's not about that because this is in the present moment, praying to you represented in my sense of all the trees of the world and all the good, good, good things. Thank you, Barky. And Jester, uh, God of, uh, you know, dudes that uh, we'll find out what happened in the mountain tonight too, Jester. Maybe. I don't know. Will he be a, a zombie mountain? Will I do my mountain imitation? No. Uh, out of respect for uh, Ray. Um Jester, you know, once you were the, uh, you I, I hear, I hear spoilers about relatives of yours, but I just plug my ears and I say, well, usually I say, when I plug my ears, I say Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. That's a TV show. I don't know if I got that from another TV show or movie or if I've just always done that. But Jester, joker of the gods, appreciator of, you know, turning a frown upside down. That's your job. As I said, Lionel Kitty City used to do that where I was from. That was the name of the competitor of Toys R Us. Didn't work out so hot for Lionel Kitty City, I don't think. But they did have that great tagline, turn, Lionel Kitty City turns a frown upside down. But that's what you do, Jester, you know. Oh, gods, we're in a weird place because we're at the you know end of one season three. Start of a new season, season five, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, you know, I brought you into my world because the end of, you know, my ban, self-imposed ban on fan fiction. I said, well, I'm praying, you know, praying to the gods old and new is not fiction. You know, as long as I, you know, I'm doing it through my heart. So that's how I got around, the, you know, my, my self-imposed fan fiction ban. I haven't read the terms of service of that because I haven't written them for the band. But anyway, guys, I was thinking, you know, it's the time of change, time to rearrange. I don't know the rest of that song, but uh, I was thinking, you know, we should sit down and talk. A lot of times I know I try to be, you know, a little bit of a silly goose here, crone. You know, that might be the term you use, that silly goose. I think it's time for some serious prayer and prayer and in, you know, end of season three, we're leaping ahead of season to season five. And, you know, a lot of times I say thank you for all the listeners and the support, but I figure I'd pray to each one of you, you know, and all of you at the same time. I don't know who to start with, though. Crone, I'll definitely finish with you. Well, Jester, I guess since you're the silliest one, I said, well, I'm going to go serious on this prayer. And, you, you know, life, uh, I, again, I get confused by these words other adults use, like irony, parody. There's a, plus there's parody with a D and parody with a T-Y. One means like uh, 
You know, if I get two pieces of candy and he gets two pieces of candy, but are they different types of candy? Does that work out fair? I think is one way. And then the other one, I'm not even joking, Jester. You know I'm not. It's like I, I'm not sure I have a clear understanding. Meta. And many times as people explain to me what meta is, I still can't grasp it. I'm not kidding. And then they might say, oh, that was so meta. And I say, yeah, so, so, yeah, holy cow, that was meta the hell out of me, man. That was some metallurgy in there, you know. But I, I don't know what it means still. I look it up, I read it, I say, oh, read the examples, and it still doesn't sink in. And those are the things in life that, you know, we can both laugh at and then cry privately but while you laugh at us for crying, and one of the reasons I think you you laugh or other you know police systems have a similar version or you know personality is is because it is kind of ridiculous. I spent you know I spend so much time worrying about making this podcast or what's going to happen with it, making it perfect or oh boy something bad's going to happen or what when when is when is it you know how am I going to work out. How am I going to do this? I'm scared. And you you, you have the wisdom. Self-confidence, I think, is a lot of it. And obviously, when you were on a show and the actor that portrayed you, even though you're a guy, strange, I know, but uh, a lot of confidence, you know, beard. He was, you know, a uh, poet. Uh, but anyway, uh, confident for sure is uh, saying, well, no, no, you know, I, I just got to keep doing the best I can, right? Is that, And, like, it's uh, in helping some people sleep. And that's all I can do, and that's ridiculous, and it's stuff that I would even worry about it because it's just like a little, it's not even a pebble in a water. It's a little grain of sand in something. I don't know. I'm not a poet like you, clearly, uh, maybe if uh, you know, if I had, what was it? What did you call Elia Sand? That was your lover, right? What did you call her though? Paramour. But it, or if I just was as smooth as you. Plus, I, you know, if I was cool, but, but things didn't work out so hot. But now you're a god. I mean, I guess I, that's my doing. Anyway, you know, maybe thank you for your help thus far and keeping me level and seeing the, uh, not just the humor, but the pointlessness and worry, uh, the folly of my desperate grasping, I guess. Uh, is, that's that's pretty good, huh? Did you, did you write that down, Jester? The folly of my desperate grasping for all these things. You know, they it's just like sand in my hands and you, you're able to laugh as I cry. And then maybe if I can hold both those things. So thank you, and, and I, you know, I guess I'm reaching out to you for ongoing help because, boy, do I need it, holy mackerel. So that's you, Jester. You know, Barky, I'm going to jump around, you know, a little trick. So, uh, Smith, I prayed a little bit. To, um, Smith, uh, Miller, you know, Miller, uh, you know, I don't know what I was going to pray to you about, so I'm going to have to think it up while I do it, but that's kind of how, well, Miller, you, you have to plan stuff out. You have to uh, take something. It must take a hell of a lot of, uh, I just, you run the mill and you say, hey, I'll buy. You got to be able to know if someone's going to try to sell you some crap grain or not. Or maybe you just grain, you say, well, I'll keep 20% of the grain. I'll grind it for, I'll mill it for you. But in some sense, your work uh, takes some raw material and, and, and processes it. 
nowadays they keep processing it, you know, so they can, but, but you process it and you add all this extra stuff, like it becomes more edible, more portable, more, you know, you can store it for longer. So your hard work takes something, you know, wasn't it not 100% raw material because it's already been harvested, I guess. But you also, you got to figure out, you got to probably fix the mill. You got to grease those wheels. Water crisis here, you're probably like, oh, shit. You know, you know, you probably got to buy some oxen. I don't know what you would do. You're probably, you know, since you're a god, you'd probably figure out, you would have figured out solar energy or something a long time ago, but, or geothermal, you know, maybe some steam spraying that miller's wheel. Big wheel keeps on turning, uh, Miller. Proud Mary keeps on, I don't know, is it burning? Rolling on the river. But anyway, I'm trying to, but I'm trying to be serious. And in some sense, I try to take inspiration from you, and I hope you can keep inspiring me to say, well, this is an idea. Can I keep making it better? Can I keep uh, working at it and saying, uh, uh, despite my doubts about the water continuing to, can I keep just toiling away at taking this idea, refining it, refining it again and then saying, okay, this this is now palpable for storage and eating, eating, baking, you know, baking a cake fast as they can, rolling it, patting it. But thanks to you, we couldn't roll or pat any. Who the hell is going to roll some straw in freaking oats, you know, and say, geez, this cake's got straw in it. I'm not eating it. But that's what people would say if it wasn't for you. This isn't even a cake. It's just straw in a pile with mud. So, um, you know, I don't, and so thank you, and help, please, please help me continue. And I guess in a broader sense, Jester, I should have put this out too, is uh, help all the other people out there that are trying to grind away at stuff, help them, you know, refine with their, their ideas. And a lot of them are stuck in the, the well, how the hell does this mill work? Do I want to do this? Where do I start? So can can I can you help him with that? And maybe I have a segue into the Smith's prayer. Smith, you're another toy, somebody toiling up there, and you were one of the OG new gods. I started praying to because I said, "What the hell? There's a warrior and a father up there, and a Smith. That's bullshit." Because the Smiths are hardest working, and the other two are getting all this bullshit credit. You know, they owe you some serious respect. And so I said, let's pull, you know, God draft. Hey, everybody, who's the sleeper god of the gods? Well, Crohn's a sleep, not a sleeper. Like one, you you, really, you said to me privately in my imagination, said, hey, I didn't even think I was going to get picked till last, you know, before the Crone. And then you picked me in the Crone. I can't believe it. Thank you. And I said, no, 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 no. Thank you. You don't realize how necessary and respected your hard work is again, just like the Miller, who wasn't even a god till I said, uh, I call the the leagues that aren't even minor leagues and find me as a Miller that can be, uh, you know, uh, infused with spiritual energy to become a god that's not going to, you know, screw around with it. And they, so then I said, you know, but you were easier than that, Smith. But I'm praying on behalf of my listeners and me, and thanks and, and for helping the future. 
uh, because it's like I, I couldn't ever if, – if, if there would have never been a Metal Age, Bronze Age – even a eating age, if I was, you know, back in the prehistoric times, I would have just probably eaten a lot of mud and maybe some bugs, and then that would have been it for my progeny. Well, I wouldn't have had any. And so I don't know how you do what you do with the metal, and I think you represent these ideas. People say now, oh, thinking outside the box. How about you just freaking start thinking inside the uh, anvil? Or on the anvil inside the like, the, the, the crucible uh, where fire works its magic and melts things, and, and you know these ideas. Uh, and you say, "Well, I'm going to take this and I'm going to heat it up and put it through some serious stuff, and then reform it, harden it, and then it'll be strong again." And that's something as confusing as it can be. We're all, we all go through these times where we feel like we're in the fire or shoved in the snow or whatever the hell you do to cool stuff down, the cold water, smashed with a hammer. Nobody likes that. I mean, oh, that's terrible, you know. And sometimes it's the ringing of the smashing or the popping of the water or the, you know, when the, or the uh, crinkling of the fire, it still goes with us. I know a lot of times I'm a little hard on myself or harsh, mean even to myself and, and, you know, in the past to other people too. And I think it's just that popping in my head that I haven't realized, oh, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, in the fire anymore. So can you help us with that? Help us get through those times when we're being formed and also, uh, you know, with the aftermath, uh, you know, because I think that's one of my big problems. Like, well, maybe you could just pat me, you know, especially if you got the, one of those nice iron aprons or what are they, leather, I guess. And you're like, well, not one of those scary, mean-looking smiths. Maybe one of the ones with one of those beards that doesn't have a mustache, a little, a little wispy. Maybe some glasses and... uh you know, a little balding, you know, wispy, wispy hair too, and a nice smile. And you say, hey, hey, you're not in the fire anymore, buddy. That popping you hear, it's just, you know, remnants in your mind. I don't know, something like popping you hear is remnants in your mind. I think that's as poetic as I can get. So help us and thank you for, uh, you know, smashing us. Uh, maybe not thank you. Well, I mean, it was necessary. And then maybe you, you're like, well, this is the work I got to do. I'm the smith. You probably don't want to do it. If you know if, if iron and steel could and carbon and whatever the hell else is in there could yell and maybe it does you 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 got a rough job and again that's why I called you in least respect to the gods of those gods you know so thanks Smith Barky um, what can I say to you man There's so many places we could go you know with you probably why you were an old god of the, of the Andals were you the Andals pray to you and the first men. We're just the children. I never figured out the hell they were anyway. But anyway, you know, so much, you know, I've thanked you for your leaves, your branches, your your fruits, your nuts, your uh, the fact you're a little bit nuts. I love saying you, Barky, and the listeners love you, Barky. I mean, no offense to the other gods, but you're the one make the, the people smile. I know it. I know it. I mean, especially when they think about a dancing Groot and you— uh, it's just amusing, and not in a mean-spirited way. 
but you know, you clean the, you know, you deal with the CO2 and oxygen, you know, maple syrup, maple syrup candy. That's all, all on you, Barky. You know, you put up with tree swings and tree houses, you know, people putting their heads on you. You know, people will go into the bathroom behind you, hiding by, you know, or me, I guess, apology. I never apologize for those billions of times I peed on you and your brethren. Um, you know, you, you, you do so much for us, Barky. You, you and your, you know, your tree people and, and, and as an extension all, uh, you know, plant life. Uh, I don't know what it, where you're at with the animals, you know, animal, mineral, vegetable. But anyway, you, you, you symbolize life, you symbolize growth, you symbolize breathing, you know, fresh air. And, uh, you know, it's not none of that's none of that. I guess the breathing's natural, the growing's not. We don't have a choice. Uh, you know, I got one complaint about growing is I think my, you know, this is, you know, old gripe, but, you know, eh, never mind. Like, I think I have an abdomen of like a 6'6 six, six person. It's hard to notice when you first see me, but I have a legs of a 6 foot, well, 5'11 I am person. So it's like if you would have given me the abdomen the, or whatever they call it, a trunk. So, but anyway, I guess I might have a hearty trunk like you, Barky. Tough to notice, but one day when I hug you, Barks, and we dance like a dancing group. So I don't know. I, there's too much to thank you for. Uh, so, you know, as much as I'd like to thank you for the lessons of growth and breath and and all that, thanks for the immune. Just thanks for making me smile, Barky. And I know, Jester, you're like, whoa, whoa, it's my turf. Different, different turf, different turf. Don't worry, guys. No need to start some sort of uh, Grecian god-type battle. We don't need the Clash of the Titans or whatever the hell. I, you know, just thanks for making a smile, Barky. Dancing Groot. Uh, what the hell was Tree Beard? Hey, I'm, I'm smiling, Barks. So thank you for that. You know, every once in a while we need a quick smile. Jester, you're more like a thoughtful, you know, smile. You know, you know you're, you got the intellectual romanticized. This is just a quick uh, say, Barky, Tree Beard. Hey, you know, Dancing Groot. So thanks, Barks. Hank Crone, sweet, sweet Crone, holy moly Crone. Uh, as much as I like to, you know, say your name and and and, and give you a hard time, uh, you know, thanks, Crone. Thank you for uh, being there. Thank you for putting up with me. I guess that's a, seriously. Uh, there's those people in our lives that put up with everything we put them through. And maybe we even, you know, you know, don't know how to return their support. Well, they put up with us. We didn't even realize. We either we knew they were that close to us. They loved us so much. I guess I use the love word crone. We didn't realize that they loved us, or we weren't able to accept their love. But you, you and we put them through hell. Whether it's you know parents. Or friends, or neighbors, or you know plaintiffs, you know plaintiffs mostly on my side, plaintiffs, or you know people we've dealt with. They, you know, there's a lot of people that put up with it, and they said, and they didn't. They have said, "Oh well, I, well I'm the crone. I wasn't even putting up with it. I just, 
And then you squeeze our cheeks and you say, oh. And I hope Crone, you know, when I brought uh, Carol that shake, did I tell that story? I don't want to tell it now, but when I brought her that shake, you know, that was for you, really, Crone. And then when I said, uh, oh, they were asking about you at the shake store, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to make fun of you or her. I was just trying to, you know, have some fun. So what can I say, Crone? I think we need, you know, help us, help me, help the listeners. Accept some support, I guess. I mean, that's, I'm terrible at that, uh, letting it in. And, uh, you know, open my heart. And, Crone, I just need you to turn the key. If, you know, whatever, the, however the rest of the song goes, Crone. I like me and you, me, you and Madonna songs go pretty good, Crone, huh? Or was that the maiden I was thinking? I guess it was both you. Oh, there's a open your heart if you just turn the key. Watch out, watch out, Crone. So thanks, Crone, for seriously, for, uh, you know, you're, you're like that one person that acts like you're so sick of me. And then I, I say, well, you know, uh, that, thank you for, for, for that, okay? So that's it, guys. Uh, you know, I figured... Well, I tried to be to get some real prayers in there, but I guess with the whole the whole confusion about meta threw me off, and then it ended up book ends with M words, meta and Madonna. So uh, that's it. Thank you, for, and I'll see you guys season five. I don't know what it holds for us. I mean, even though we're not in that world anymore, you know, this is kind of like the end of the that the Star Trek movie where they came to Earth because that's how this season started with you guys coming to Earth and me trying to explain to you about Snowpiercer and Whiplash and and walking and a lot of some porn talking to you guys about porn that was rough but uh, all right guys I'll see you next week even though it'll be you know I don't even know how much time's passed in the world of Westeros okay good night.